session with Dr. Farid Holakwi. Good evening. Welcome to In Session. I'm your host, Dr. Fadi Dalakwi, and I'll be with you for the next hour here on Radio Hamra. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by a very special guest. Tara Grammy is here with me. You know her, a very well-known actor in our community. But today, um, you know, we talked about having you on. I always wanted to have you back on since the first time. Both everything happening in Iran, I wanted to bring you on. And really, we talked about this before the show. We're not exactly sure what to even talk about because the situation is so complicated and so many things. Before I even say that, let me welcome you on. Thank you for joining me tonight. For having me, thank you. Um, and yeah, we just we were talking about this before the show that it's it's so hard to even know what to talk about because we're so impacted by everything that's going on, but then knowing that the people who are most impacted are the people whose voices we hear the least because they're in Iran um, and we're trying to speak on their behalf, but really it's hard to know what to even say or what's the right thing to say. So um, I appreciate you coming on because I know like for most people it's been a heavy time, um, but I, I'm, I'm happy to have you here to have a conversation. I, You know, you're probably one of the only people I want to have a conversation mm. with right now. That's <laughs> very Because I'm sweet. like, help me. Yeah, and I think we all feel that way and even what help, I don't even know what it means to help with this because I even have every client, it comes up in our sessions because everyone's so impacted by this on a, emotional physical every every kind of level and um, often as a therapist you're hoping you have some kind of comforting words or something and it's hard to know what what are the comforting words in this situation you know yeah there's I mean I get a lot of messages as like a lot of my friends are getting a lot of messages and um, I mean right now obviously they're mostly from Iranians in the diaspora since internet's been cut off in Iran mm -hmm. But people, it's it's there's kind of a unity in in how lost we all feel, um, and how helpless we all mm -hmm. feel, and that's led to a lot of like online activism. Um, I say with quotation marks yeah. because it's not really activism; it's just you know sharing. It's more like information sharing, um, yeah. which is also like I'm feeling also personally a lot of responsibility, which is really scary. I don't know if you're feeling mm -hmm. that. Um, because I'm being seen as uh, someone who has a lot of information, so I have to be really careful about what information I share, which gives me a lot of anxiety. Sure. And somebody said to me today, which I was telling you earlier, that it's really um, strange to have conversations about the people of Iran and what's best for the people of Iran without someone from Iran being in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm how the heck are we supposed to know? Yeah. So I've really been humbled um, all day today and yesterday. I've just been really humbled by how little I actually know about what's going on and, mm -hmm. you know, the ge geopolitics of it all. And, ugh, it's just so much fight. Yeah, it is so much. I think, um, yeah, I think it's important to have that humble mindset while we still do the best, everything we can. But, you know, thinking we know what's right, we know the answers. I feel the same thing. Like sometimes, you know, you see some video and you want to almost like not fact check, but you're like, I want to make sure I understand the context of it before I post it. But, it, you know, there's a fog of war as everything's happening in this dynamic way that we're trying to understand what should we share? What's the best thing to share? Who should we be 
reaching out to many people I talk to, there's a sense of, does any of it make a difference? Should we, you know, be posting? I think it is I the think least we does. can do. Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely same, does. Yeah. And, and I hope people don't, uh, you know, when we have something like this, it's never going to be quick, like whatever is going to happen, whatever we even hope to happen. So we want to make sure we don't lose that consistency and keep yeah. it there because it's easy for movements and things to die out or the support that we give. So I hope people will continue to be consistent and posting and sharing. We don't know what if it will make a difference, but we know that it's the least we can do. So we have Absolutely. to do that the most. You know? We know, and, and I know this from in the beginning when we were posting a lot and the internet hadn't really been shut down. I got so many messages from people in Iran being like, damn it, Gam, good yep. job. Like, Thank you for posting. Thank you for letting them know what we're going through. Um, so that's why we encourage um, non-Iranians to post about it yeah. because I imagine and I know that it would feel really good for someone in Iran to see a post like, you know, when Jessica Chastain posted about it, like mm -hmm. when, you know, we did we did that video with all the different celebrities like, hey, we see you, we hear you. You're not just like in some hole with no mm -hmm. Internet you know we're that no one cares about you like we see you we hear you we love you we we're here for you we're behind you we have your back we'll sh keep shouting everything that's going on from the rooftops mm -hmm. and i'm always i'm always going to do that no i've always done that mm -hmm. you know for even like for my iranian um identity in the diaspora it's always been really important to me for our voices yours and my voices sure. to be heard too for our identities to be known by our larger community but um yeah sorry i went off on a tangent no no i mean there's like we we know nothing we talked about is that there's a lot of not knowing in this yeah process. exactly and that's kind of you know, i was saying to you i think we can embrace that not knowing in this yeah. conversation because i think the conversation I, I thought we could have is just a conversation a lot of people have we don't have like a specific at least i don't have like this is the message for today that people have because because of that mindset that I know I don't really know exactly what's the best thing. I just hope yeah. people will continue to do whatever they can to continue the conversations. It is even exhausting or tiring. I think everyone is being obviously affected, but we can remember how much more the people that are being affected are the ones in Iran who are Absolutely. going through this. So that can serve as some motivation and inspiration to continue the efforts that we're doing. 100%. I think maybe one thing we could also say to people is to do their research and mm -hmm. fact check and, you know, also to try to not be divisive in their, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, in the, just their approach yeah. to, to all of this. Like, at the end of the day, 99% of the people on all of these social platforms, regardless of, you know, whatever their political beliefs are, whoever they like, whoever they don't like, all of us want a free Iran. Mm -hmm. All of us know the human rights violations in Iran, and we want that to change. Yeah. I don't know one person who doesn't want that, to be honest. Yeah. So, or maybe I do, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you you know, I'll see messages from not, I haven't gotten, but you'll see people that are, you know, there are to some, but it's really a, it, it can be a unifying force mm -hmm. and I think you're right we have to be careful not to splinter into different well no I want it this has to sound this way or no this part of the message has to be that way yeah because then we kind of drown out the voices rather than becoming like a full force so I hope people you will see people post and you know when people post on social media intentions range from 
purely good to purely selfish and everywhere in between. Yeah, so, totally. I can't tell you how many times like someone's been like, hey, I wrote this song for the movement. Can yeah. you post it? Yeah. I, I, I did this dance. Can you post my dance? And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, and it depends. And this is where art is, you know, art, even there's intentions. There's a, I have something I want to share with the world and there's, I want attention. And that's, you know, again, exactly. it's going to be, a, so, and it's hard to know exactly what someone's intention intentions are and we want to be mindful of that but um I, I yeah i just really hope people don't think that if someone's message isn't exactly what you want to feel like you have to somehow focus on putting that down rather than recognizing yeah there's a bigger goal or vision that people have absolutely and we want to keep the focus on that rather than the parts that we might disagree here and there yeah also um if that is the bigger goal and in, in picture, we need to filter through everything that's on the internet, everything that we're getting, and make sure that what we're posting, whatever we're putting out in the world, and I'm talking even on a small scale, like even if you have a hundred followers, mm-hmm. it it doesn't matter. There's still fifty people that might that yeah. are gonna see your post, mm-hmm. right? I think it's really important to be mindful that you're very clear about what your intentions are to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing this to amp? Like, what what is your end goal with posting this thing, with sharing this information? Not and not just posting with whatever with sh- just sharing yeah. information. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important too, and something that sometimes I get lost in. Mm-hmm. I get like caught up in like the drama and the craziness of it all. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, ooh, I don't, this is like veering off what I'm actually, what the point of all of this is. Yeah. So that's really important too. Yeah. I mean, these things are so complex. Uh, You know, that's like a cliche thing to say, but it's true. Like there's so many different things happening at the same time, different, you know, issues related, geopolitical issues, even religious, spiritual, men, women, like there's so many things that are happening. And so we can get, drawn into some path of that um but yeah i think the unifying message is people want to free iran it's about human rights it's about women's rights which is human rights but overall the country is just like you know there's lots of human rights violations that are just part of day-to-day life there um and so that's that's the focus at least for me that's that you know that's the focus and i think we can keep that as the focus but you know going back to that intention thing I think that's. I think it's true of any aspect of life. Just we always want to reflect because like we're so complex. And sometimes we think we know why we're doing something, but if you look a little deeper, like, oh, maybe you know this. Or and usually it's not just one thing. It's like a pure intention. It's like okay, this is the main thing, but I do like this part. So, yeah, we always want to look at why am I posting? So what's my intention totally. here? Um, and don't think you know. Yeah, however many of the followers does matter, but also does it in the sense of post. You know, things like the number of hashtags get tracked and exactly, things. Exactly. Yeah. And so those things have an impact. So just remember you're part of that. And and that's why I just you know, what, sometimes we think again, like even it's like, oh, should I go to the protest? What difference does it make if I'm there? And if one person shows up to the protest, they won't make a difference in as far as one person. But if we collectively do something, then it makes oh, a difference. Oh, it makes so such a difference. I hope people keep that in mind to not focus just on the result of your specific action. The way I think of it is more think of your responsibility, not the result. So what's yeah. my responsibility? to the people of Iran and that's to do the most that I can. Now, do I know what result it will have? I don't know, but I just have control over what I do with my responsibility and what I can do. Mm-hmm. And so I hope people will focus on that because I hear people saying, well, who cares if I posted this or if we show up to this or we go to that? And it's like, 
you know, one small action likely won't change much. But oh, 100%. if we focus on all of our actions together, that's how anything ever is changed is by many people doing many things. So Absolutely. I hope people focus on the responsibility rather than like the specific result of a action that you take. Oh, for sure. For sure. And a lot of people are also looking for what actions to take mm-hmm. with this responsibility. I'm not like, and another thing for Adrian that I want to say, sure. we should make a list, like an itemized list of all these things that we said. Um, I also think, and I wish that we had more access to real activists, mm-hmm. people who put their lives on the line to help. Yeah. Um, we don't, because the truth is a lot of them are very private and do it all underground, and we don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, people call me an activist. I'm an actor. There's nothing activisty about what I'm. Literally, I'm just sharing information. I'm I'm TNN. I'm I'm you know just a little like a tiny little CNN. Yeah. If for, for people to get information, that's it. But, but but you know to go back to what I was saying, it's not like okay we should say it's huge what you're doing, but also not downplayed. It is important. No, no, I'm not downplayed. But I know yeah, what you yeah, mean. I, like the main people, you're right. We don't. And sometimes. Maybe their voices, we, we have to be careful because maybe they want to remain exactly. anonymous. Exactly. They want to remain anonymous. Yeah. A lot of them do. A lot of them are just helping people. Like they don't, they don't want to be seen. They don't want to be the face of anything. But we have to be careful. Like yeah. I've been, you know, even in, I don't know, the, the other day I did like a, a podcast and I told them, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not the right person for you. You know, like I'm not someone, I'm, I'm just an actor who uh, shares information with people. Mm -hmm. I'm not, we have to defer to people who actually know what's going on there on the ground, but it's so hard to reach those people. Yeah. But yeah, people, I mean, there is that like, oh, you're Iranian. So what's happening? You know, like as if, you know, and and it's like, you know, silly to think, but that's how we, we are in general. We hear about something we think that person knows or could be a spokesperson for whatever, you know, is going on. But um, yeah, it's just, it's so hard to say, but I think going back to that previous point, there's so many unsung heroes that we may, one will never know their names or maybe we'll know their names after the fact, you know, whatever happens. So um, yeah, it's just something to keep in mind that some people, you know, Shervi and his song uh, is is amazing, and I'm glad we get to see his song and hear his song and people share it. But there's so many other people we won't know about who are doing incredible things for what, what's happening, and it's a lot of those unsung heroes that it's important to keep in mind. You might not know about, but yeah, are doing totally. So much, you know, totally. Um, yeah, so you know, we're, we're just continuing the conversation, talking about uh, Iran. I, again, I appreciate you coming in because. We even as we're preparing for this, the, the mood, it's just, I think the mood that many people are feeling in the Iranian diaspora is that there's so many things, exhausted, sad, angered, at times hopeful, at times hopeless, not sure what to even wish for. And so we also knew we couldn't not talk about Iran. But as I said, it wasn't that we had this clear intention of this is a specific message because I don't know exactly what that would be. But after the break, Tara and I will will continue just talking uh, about what's going on in Iran, some of our thoughts and feelings, and we'll continue after the break. Welcome back again. I'm joined by Tara Grammy, and we've been talking about just uh, the experience, actually, of, of course, the Iranians within Iran. We can't know just the depths of what what they're going through but we can also what we can't speak on is 
members of the Iranian diaspora, people outside of Iran, what what they're going through. And and you mentioned uh, a pretty powerful emotion I think a lot of people are feeling, and maybe we can talk about that. Helplessness? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's what, that's what the majority of, I, can, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm going to, of Iranians in the diaspora feel. We feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, like we're posting, but what are we posting for? <laughs> to yeah. what end? Um, what's going to happen? I can't get on a plane. I mean, I guess I could get on a plane and just go straight to Evin prison. But then what good am I there? Mm-hmm. Um, that was a joke, but you didn't laugh good. Oh, ha, ha. Um, Sorry. Thank you. Um, I mean, it wasn't really a joke. But anyway, yeah, so it there is that feeling of helplessness. Yeah. And, and it comes it comes also from the trauma of two, the 2009 elections. Like, that was traumatizing. Yeah the hope and then the the way it it all just fell apart and the i i i've never felt so helpless in my life until now yeah i mean i think that's you know helplessness i also think i'm sure you know books can be just written about this so many things about what's been going on but even this emotional roller coaster that people are on because i think the helplessness i've been feeling it more and i've been feeling it amongst people even more but I'd say maybe four or five days ago, even I think it was much more hopefulness than helplessness that people are feeling, even though we still were doing the same things we're trying to do now. Um, and I think it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be as kind of a roller coaster. Things are going, yeah. and, and that helplessness of yeah, how limited what we can do is, and it's heartbreaking to see them suffering and and feel like yeah, there's it's so and limited. Guilt. Yeah, there's a guilt. I, feel uh, really I know you guilty. know Nazanin wrote a nice post about that like very early in this whole. Uh, you know, process of what was happening in Iran. But I think, I hope, maybe not pun intended, but part of the message is that we'll try to maintain that hope. Like the helplessness is going to come in, but I think this is part of this, like you're saying, and it's scary to get our hopes up, right? Why do we say I'd want to get my hopes up? Because the further up your hope is, if it doesn't come true, you hit the ground even harder. There's more distance to fall. And so I think there's this cautious optimism at times and it's more the cautious side comes out or the optimism based on what's going on, the frustration, feeling like things aren't changing. But I, I do hope that people can try to hold on to that hope. Even that's another thing we can try to do is hold on to the hope for the people of Iran because it's so hard and it's so easy for us to just, because it's happened before. It's like, and I, I've talked to so many people where they'll say, this time it feels different. But as a psychologist, I always think when you're in something, it always feels different. So you're yeah, like, is it true. actually different or yeah. is it just like anxiety? It's like, oh, yeah, last time I worried about nothing. But then this time you're worrying, like, no, 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 it feels real because when you're feeling it, it feels it real. Feels so real, yeah. I've asked a lot of people and they have said, you know what? It's not doesn't seem like it's just the it feels different because we're feeling it right now. And last time we don't know what it was like, you know, to feel it now. So I hope that there is some truth in that, that there yeah. is something different here. Yeah, we've seen this. It feels like we've seen this story before. But when things change, oftentimes it wasn't the first time that things started that, you know, it actually led no, to a change. No, this, this definitely feels different. And yeah. I'm not saying, and as someone who suffers from anxiety, I can tell you that it feels, this actually is, it does feel yeah. different. And um, it does feel more in, in internal. There's no leader. It's just internal. And, and the truth is, whatever's going to happen is going to happen internally. Mm-hmm. It's it's just all about the people of Iran. Yeah. I mean, so. yeah, that's and that's what we've talked about before. Like, what do, I don't even know what to wish for. You know, I, I obviously know this end goal of like a new government and human rights and all those things. But as far as what's the path, going we back to that humility, we just don't know enough. Yeah, I think we it's very hard enough. to know. Um, and there's people that know way more than me, obviously. And they even, I think, will 
they have some thoughts, but no one really can predict something this complex. And yeah. this is exactly the path to get there, which makes it even harder to know what to do. Totally. Um, but I think, yeah, continuing to, to make sure it's part of the conversation so they're not forgotten, the people that are sacrificing literally their lives, but so much for, for what's going on. But I think you're right. Helplessness is something I felt palpably, I think, after what's happened in Sharif University. And yeah. that was just... I mean, I, and, you know, sometimes I hate to even say this, but we only see the parts we're seeing. We're not seeing so much of what's happening. You know, we hear oh reports, God. but, you know, it's just like unbelievable. And you just feel this total disregard for, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's like brilliant minds or not brilliant minds. We should know everyone's life has to, you know, have significance. Um, but you do feel like this, like that it's just like so you know, how, how are they doing this? You know, you've seen a lot of these posts, people saying, like, imagine if it was happening at like Harvard or MIT, like we went around it up. So could you imagine even the possibility of something like that? And, it's and just then like, today, these little, the little girls hmm. that were protesting and I wrote, I wrote, I made a post and I really thought about this. I'm like, imagine when you were 12 years old here in the US, how much did you know about revolution, about hmm. defiance like that? You yeah. didn't know about that. Mm -mm. You knew, I mean, Iranians, we, we kind of, we learn what revolution is from a very young age. I've known what a revolution is my entire life. Mm -hmm. But think of like, where's like your childhood in that? You know, yeah. you have to grow up so fast. I mean, that's a whole, this is a whole another generation of, of kids that are being traumatized by all of this too. Yeah. too. Mm -hmm. yeah it spanned you know how depending on how you kind of slice more than two generations 43 years you know if you think of a generation as 20 oh, years three right? generations yeah and even before that's not that things are necessarily calm but yeah it's like I, it's these kids that you're seeing they've never known a pre obviously pre-revolution iran but they i've know, never known i've never true. known i haven't you even haven't after. Either, yeah. yeah um but i'm saying and those kids even in iran but they know this is not you know they they yeah. know that this is not right and this is even what do we do anytime people are trying to control people you want to limit the information they have so mm -hmm. they don't want them to know that the world outside is different but they do know oh my god especially this generation yeah, exactly think about it like they have the a whole world of information in the palm of their hands mm -hmm. they yeah. know way more than we did at their age mm -hmm. they know what's right and what's wrong yeah and they know there's something much better that is rightfully theirs to have freedom and to have rights and to have just hope to, to be allowed to hope and dream even i i was watching some video and they're asking these kids and it was kind of like what's your like it was in farce it was like what's your wish what's your and, and the kid kind of i mean maybe it was like a language thing too but he's like what does that word mean and it kind of broke my heart just oh thinking, that's like, that so that's the little boy that sherving was talking about in his song hmm. um that that video i think i think you're, we're talking about the same one maybe. it went viral it's kids that are like street kids mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um they didn't know what the word meant because they're street kids yeah yeah and yeah it was it's like this sense of like they're not even allowed to dream or hope like have hopes well they don't you know? know what yeah. that is yeah street kids yeah so i mean it's just like you know but those videos of the girls i've seen at schools and just kicking their teacher you know <laughs> one of them and of the minister and but the, like, oh, yeah, yeah he's the principal i think yeah um i mean it's just uh remarkable and you could just see they they like this is they you know they knew it was not right for a long time and now they're finally feeling like they're allowed to express that um yeah. God, but imagine being those kids' moms. Oof, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, and that's something we also spoke about, that it's so hard, you know, I think, being mindful of. I think when we had the protests Saturday around the world, 
it was very easy and made sense to just say, hey, everyone get out there, get out there, you know. But when we're talking about people in Iran, it's such a more complicated thing to think that we can tell them. Like we we're saying, no one knows what's doing. We definitely don't know what's right for them. I really disagree. Yeah, I really disagree with people that have been even really big figures that have been like, yeah, get out there, keep fighting, keep fighting. I got tagged in a video today basically telling um telling people to stop crying about it because we're in a war mm. and you know keep stay hopeful so that people go out and fight and I'm like uh what <laughs> I'm not gonna tell anybody to go out and fight anything I'm not gonna cause anybody their life yeah that's that is not that blood is not gonna be on 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 my hands it's not I, how can I do that sitting here comfortably in LA yeah it's not you know? our choice to make for them and it's it's mm. again it's like this nor is what it is right, right to thing. encourage them yeah i mean i think it's uh, people in iran that's a very different their their communication yes if they want to say it to each other i mean i got someone from iran telling me today tell them to take buses to to protest instead of using their cars and i'm like i can't say that like i'm no. not going to tell them what what to take to a protest what if it gets them killed like it's really it's yeah. really this is, I think the theme of this um, conversation today should be like, should be, it's complicated. It's complicated and I don't know. Like, I yeah. don't know. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how I, I've, like, I've seen people same thing, like kind of like, oh, we should encourage. And I, I just feel like it's always easy to wish for a revolution from far away. But when you're the one that actually has to either risk your life or it's your kids or someone, it's very different. And so I think it's important to be mindful of when that. When it's the children of Bachay Mardom, literally yeah. <laughs> the children of other people. Like, yeah. I'm not telling your 16-year-old to go kill themselves. Right. Yeah. It's it's sad that that's the situation. That's, that's uh, the reality right now. Um, but I think that's why it's hard for us to say this is what they should be doing inside of Iran. Totally. They know better and they are the ones that would have to risk their lives or do whatever it is. But all we can do is try to be their voice, share their message. If they yeah. say something, we can try to spread something Absolutely. like or videos. And they show share, what's like happening that. to them. Yeah, exactly. Show what's happening to them. Show the human rights violations that are happening. Let the world know the way that the world didn't know what was happening, you know, in World War Two. Mm hmm. If, if they had cameras, if they had all of the stuff that we have yeah. now, mm -hmm. not to make a comparison, it's different, but still like it, any atrocity, yeah. any part of the world, um, you know, if there were cameras, we should have been sharing that information. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's, um, you know, the, the lack of attention has been heartbreaking. Uh, we're trying to spread awareness and all that, but it has been very heartbreaking that we haven't seen as much as you would think when it's like, and I felt it for all this, like, oh, it's women's it's a woman-led revolution and the although it's about many things like women's rights is like the core of it in a lot of ways or has become that and i was surprised that there wasn't as much attention across the world for this i mean when i so i posted about this yesterday because i woke up in the morning after going to the protests the day before and I saw the footage of the protests all over the world. We had like a, a, a day that was a global day yeah. of action for Iran. I mean, oh, just the sea of Iranians that felt how I feel. It was so amazing. I was like, look, Iran, look, you're not mm. alone. And I was hoping to see it the next morning on the news. I knew it would be on the news. Yeah. I was like, oh, of course, it's going to be like the first page of every news. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. 50,000 really people marched in Toronto. Yeah. Right. That's your. That's where I'm town, from, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 20 in LA. I mean, and then hundreds of thousands all over the world. Yeah. I mean, all together, it was 150 countries. Mm -hmm. Come on, really? 
nothing nothing yeah. i mean i saw people braving like in copenhagen braving the rain and they're walking and like doing you know people were, and i just saw such little coverage i was so i was really surprised about like i was looking for that the news coverage i saw obviously there are some stories but it was a very very minor compared to what you'd expect based on what was done and that's been very you know another talk about emotional roller coaster it's like hope and then anger and hopelessness and just is anyone going to pay attention to just imagine what they're going through in iran thinking yeah. why are enough people paying attention to what's happening and, and i've had the same experience where it's talk about that feeling of guilt like you know, I'll put a post and then you'll get these messages like, he's like, damn it, damn, or thank you for being our, you know, yeah. and you almost want to say, I'm almost like appalled. Like, it's like nothing compared to what, you know, you're going through. You don't even know how to respond to a message totally. like that when you feel like you're doing so little for people who are suffering so much. Totally. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just, uh, again, the emotional roller coaster, what we go through is a millionth of what they're going through. But I think it's been something that everyone I talk to, it's just, you see it like you know when you when I saw you today, it's like on everyone's faces. Like they're yeah. just not. It's like it's not business as usual. Our lives are not how they usually are, and we don't even know. And I think you know the not knowing that we talked about that's another hard part. It's like we feel like we're in suspension. Like what's happening? There isn't this like sense of clarity or sense of um, okay, this is where we're going toward, or this is what we need to do, and then if we do this, this will follow. And I think that makes it harder as well yeah totally um we're actually getting to our last commercial break but again i'm joined by tara grammy and we're just sharing some thoughts on the situation in iran and we'll be right back welcome back again my guest tonight tara grammy we are talking about the situation in iran and of course the situation for us outside of iran because we don't know what it's like to be in Iran we can only know what it's like uh, to experience being outside and and even during the break we were talking to you know people and just there is a sense that this time is different we were talking about getting our hopes up and the fear of getting our hopes up and the helplessness that comes in but I do feel like this time feels different for many people and I hope people will will hold on to that Um, you also mentioned earlier in a previous break about compassion and having that sense of compassion um, for those people, but also compassion fatigue. We don't want to lose sight of, of what's going on. For many people, what's challenging is, of course, they have loved ones in Iran and how hard that can be trying to just communicate with them, of course, worrying even more strongly about that. I don't know any thoughts you have on, on that aspect. Yeah, I, um, I haven't actually reached out to anyone I know in Iran for a little bit for fear. I'm scared. Yeah. Um, I know they're they're okay, and you know there's bigger fish to fry. But um, we all kind of feel that fear. There is the fear that comes with being Iranian isn't just for the people in Iran; it's also for us. Mm-hmm. We're scared that they have reached to us too, and and that is kind of the one of the issues. So mm-hmm. I haven't, and that's and that's the the anxiety is insane yeah well fear is used to try to control obviously and so that's what we see but yeah many people contacting their family or it's hard to and because of internet and things being down how to do it and then when they talk it's like trying to talk in code words or talking yeah yeah or they're they're like oh nothing's going on here yeah that's what that's what i've been told when i speak to people in iran they're Mm -hmm. like nothing's going on no everything's Mm -hmm. fine (laughs) nah they're making it big nothing's going on 
Yeah. And sometimes maybe that is their experience, but sometimes I think obviously they're trying to comfort family yeah. members that are outside of Iran because they know there's nothing they can do or it's, yeah. this is happening. So, um, yeah, I think that's been, hap- that's also a big thing is like, there's like so much, so much information and also so, so little, so little yeah. in the sense that you can watch videos from morning to night if you want of things that are going on people releasing things but then also it's like we don't really know and it's so hard to know what's what's going on and that um can be very difficult obviously when we're trying to process what's happening when you don't really know what's happening that makes it even harder yeah so it goes back to this unknowing this uncertainty which is sometimes the hardest thing to deal with as a human is not knowing um you're waiting for like test results like Sometimes the hardest part is the waiting part. Once oh, you know, you can sure. take action, right? Oh my but God, for before sure. you know, when you're just waiting, you just feel like, yeah, you're just like suspended in, in thin air. So uh, that could be uh, really, really challenging. When you and also, you know, I think this living that the, the key to that, right, is to live in the moment, mm-hmm. right? That's the that's the Eckhart Tolle <laughs> thing. The yep. power of now, the the <laughs> generous present moment is the most important mm. thing. But when the present moment is filled with human rights violations mm-hmm. and people dying it's really hard yeah not to think about what the future is going to hold yeah it, and oh. not to and and to live in the uncertainty of what the future holds right yeah i think it's it's uh like i said i i i've seen everyone i talk to personally but also professionally as a therapist just so impacted by what's going on having a hard time focusing at work or focusing on other things in life things seem more insignificant when you're like you know seeing what's happening there our own problems can seem so minuscule compared to what people are facing there um and that's that sense before you said of that guilt that people can have that are outside of iran oh yeah i've heard that from a lot of people too like i feel like i can't you know back to the helplessness i can't do much and i have it so easy kind of like a survivor's guilt we're outside and can enjoy that while they're suffering i mean for me i was born in iran Hmm. It was one decision that made it so that I was not raised in Iran. I am one decision away from, Mm. you know, having, being there right now. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, that I feel really bad about that. Yeah. I mean, that guilt is a common experience. I think that's why that... These um, statements like we are all Mahsa Aminu that you see. Oh those my God, that video is my, my favorite video from my favorite moment at the protest. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Was, um, <laughs> was uh, we were all, and I posted this moment because my husband captured it. He was standing beside me and we were all just going, Mohammed Mahsa Hassim. Mm. We are all Mahsa. And we were saying that for like five minutes and it was so beautiful because we are all massa we all easily could have been yeah. massa yeah. we are all one decision away from having been massa yeah and not and you know um every woman i've spoken to even who's visited iran but of course those who have lived there have had interactions with the quote unquote morality yeah police. i have yeah yeah yeah, I don't know and i'm lucky or... enough to have to be able to use have been able to use the I'm not from here card yeah you know oh and they're like oh okay you know it's fine no one's gonna yeah uh you know beat me to death um but they easily could have yeah I mean yeah everyone I talk to they have like an experience or people I even know I've met 
people who have said they've went to that same place, Mass yeah, was, yeah. where she, you know, um, and so it's just, yeah. And I think that's another thing is that, along with the emotions we've talked about in this emotional roller coaster, rage has been a strong one, of course, for people in Iran, but also for people outside because they experienced something at the hands of this government or they left because, you know, so many things. So I felt that too, that I, so many people I talk to will talk about this rage that they didn't even know they, they had within them coming out because of what's happening right now. Do you think that's also kind of like part of our like human, like fight instinct Absolutely. rage? Yeah, I think, you know, you know, all the, the human emotions, we all have the capacity for it and it could come out depending on the context and what's going on. I have no problem feeling rage. It's that's one good. of my most common emotions. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a time for comedy. That but um but yeah, I I really feel it hard when I watch some of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, hard. yeah. Hard. We yeah, all I, do. I think yeah, but no, you're you, but I think it is it is a the anger and it's a you know when it's something so unfair and unjust. It, and that's why that emotion is there. Like emotions do have a function. And yeah. so I think that the, there's this um, Rage Against the Machine song and it says, uh, anger is a gift. And I was like, I, when I was younger out here, I kind of like didn't quite get it as much, but he said, it kind of makes sense. Like anger can be a gift in the right moment when totally. it's like you're right for, you're angry for the right reason. Oh, absolutely. And so I think I feel, and I've heard people, even they've said like, I feel certain things when I watch these videos that I didn't think I had within me. I've heard that from many people. That oh, they're for sure. A violent side or this, but it's just, when things are so unfair and so unjust, it's understandable to have that reaction. And again, people have their own, everyone's experience is going to be unique, but people that lived there and left or have their own experiences of anger about what happened to them or their family members. And I think that's also coming out in all this. Everyone's wounds are opening up totally. from what they've been through. And so we're seeing that. And that's part of that, that unity. Unfortunately, we're united in this pain, mm -hmm. but hopefully emotion is always a fuel for action so that pain can be used for anger can be used towards action to do something yeah for and sure so absolutely i hope people will continue as we've talked about to do what they can that fatigue that can set in that hopelessness helplessness that can start to set in of wait is this time different i really hope people won't uh, for those of us outside again we can't you know for anyone inside iran we just want them to know we're trying to be their voice and absolutely. we can't tell them what to do obviously mm -hmm. but for those of us outside to not to not stop, to not Don't feel like stop. Yeah. it Keep doesn't going. matter. Yeah, it matters. It does matter. And it just matters. know that when this is all said and done, whatever the result is, you're going to want to be able to look back and say, I did the most I could do. Absolutely. And that's all that you know you, you can do. So I hope yes. people will keep that in mind as as these, you know, it's going to be roller coasters. You're going to have times where you're feeling more in it, more out of it, but just keep going, keep supporting one another through this to keep supporting them. Um, and that's even maybe part of our message. I know we said we don't really have one, but just that it's going to be tough. We're going to have these ups and downs emotionally, yeah. personally, interpersonally, all these things. But to just keep going and keep, keep encouraging going. each other. Keep to, your to eyes it. on the prize. Yeah. I said this thing when Trump was elected. Um, because it is, I think, one of my core beliefs that good always conquers evil. Mm. I, it is one of my core beliefs. Maybe I am just like an, an eternal optimist. Um, it's hard in this situation. It's hard having that belief as an Iranian mm -hmm. because good has not conquered evil no. yet. Mm -hmm. Yet, yeah. But there is that thing in the pit of my stomach that 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 truly believes that good will always conquer evil. Mm. Light will always drown out darkness. It takes one spark to 
kill darkness. Mm -hmm. One little spark of light can kill darkness. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe we should hold on to that too. Because historically speaking, yeah, it's, it, it, it can. Yeah. And you know, you said a spark and it can make it seem like it's an incident. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's also recognizing you might do things that feel like a spark, but mm-hmm. that might not be the one that lights, you know, the totally, fire or lights totally. it, but keep going because it's eventually, one of those. Yeah. Event. this is not a race. No. This is Iran. It will not be freed tomorrow. Yeah. It's just not, it's, we're in a marathon and we got to be in it for the long run. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also, when you talk about a marathon, for many people, this has woken them up to do more, you know, yeah. it's not like, and that's another thing where people talk about is this about mass? So, I mean, of course it is, but it's also about so much more because people have been suffering for, for so long. So it's not like, uh, you know, this happened and now people are upset because of just this. They're outraged because of this, but they're also outraged because of this is part of a system. If that she is, was the you know, first one, it right, would have been different. Exactly. But this is, it's, she is the beautiful straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And, you know, um, in in her death, there could be a revolution caused by her death. And so... It's never worth that price, but I think to make sure her life is not in vain, we have to also keep doing what we can and yeah. you know, and, and and making sure we put that effort into it. But yeah, it's it's uh, something that so many Iranians can resonate with, even though we know we don't know what it's like to be in Iran right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that pain is something that people feel, and I hope they'll fuel it to action rather than you know pain can make us go inward. If like okay, this hurts so much, but it also can fuel us to be like okay, well, what can I do? about it so yeah the helplessness you even described it's going to come it's going to hit you in different times but i hope people won't give in to it you know they might ride it that wave and then come through it and get back into doing things and that's why i do think we need to support one another because it Absolutely. is a tough time uh, for us again it always feels weird to say that knowing how much harder it is for the people in iran but it's going to be a heavy time for for everyone and i think we need one another even i've seen just people come together to spend time because it's just it doesn't mean it's going to make it easy or takes away the pain but it's always easier to go through pain with other people yeah, so totally. i hope people do reach out i feel like this has unified people uh in the diaspora to connect and yeah. reconnect um i hope we can continue doing that for one another yeah i hope so too yeah yeah and and i'm i'm here i'm if anybody ever wants to talk about it um i never used to respond to dms ever yeah um, but I've opened up my DMs and I respond to a lot of them. Yeah. So I've I've like consoled people and mm. to the best of my ability. Obviously, I'm not a therapist, but um, you're not alone. Yeah, I think that's very nice. And again, I don't want to make it about the the activism side. But I hope I know you've done a lot, and people are are doing that because it's it's the least that we can do. But we have to do it the most that we can do it. And yeah, the messages from Iran are just so overwhelmingly. And so I was just like begging, please be our voice. I get yeah. messages like that, yeah, to, same, you know, yeah. keep just like doing something. So it's uh, obviously heartbreaking, but also motivating and wants you, makes you want to redouble the efforts, whatever totally. that, that can be to just keep putting the word out there. Also tell your non-Iranian friends. I think sometimes we think we have to just keep telling each other, which is good, but we might just be preaching to the choir, so to speak. So yeah, reach totally. out to people. There's so many people that care about human rights that care about women's rights that i think would want to know about what's going on so make sure you you tell them as well yes. because you know and anytime unfortunately when you hear people of a certain group talking about their group 
it doesn't get as much attention as when someone else is talking about, hey, I think we should care about these people who oh, are absolutely. suffering. So yeah. um, even when I saw people at the protests that were not Iranian, it was very touching to see, yeah. you know, and I did see many. My and, friend Alicia was there who, uh-huh. you know, I was very supportive of Black Lives Matter and, and she was like, I'm supportive of your cause too. And she was there and she was chanting Zan Zendigi Azadi, my mm. American friend Alicia. So that was really cool. That is very sweet. Yeah. And I think that that chant is one that I think is so, for me, it's one of the ones that I really resonated with because I think it's what this, this movement is about, women, uh, life, freedom. Um but yeah, please tell your non-Iranian friends, tell whoever you can. And I appreciate you, Tar, coming on. We were just like trying to have a conversation because we couldn't talk about anything else because we knew we yeah. couldn't. And it's just interesting. I think it wasn't even that long, maybe two months ago, three months ago that you were on the show. And the feeling was very, very different back then than it is right now because our hearts are heavy with what's happening. But I appreciate you coming in. And we just had a conversation, as I know many people are just calling each other and talking and yeah as you definitely notice i can say speak for myself we didn't have any answers because i don't think there are some answers to these things that are going on but just keeping the conversation going is important talking to each other to help each other through this so we keep going um but i do appreciate you coming on even though i know it's not an easy time for you as it is for any of us thank you for having me and you're such a um joy to be around even in in this tough time you're just so kind and mm. well-spoken and smart and it's it's just nice to be around people like you so That's i appreciate you thank you for well, having thank me. you i feel the same about you that it's always nice to see you and i do hope soon it'll be an even more pleasant type of feelings that we'll have but i appreciate you coming in because we want to keep the conversation going and taking the time to make that happen so again a big thank you to tara grammy for joining me on the show tonight and also thank you to Ghazala here in the studio. You've been listening to In Session with Dr. Fadi Jalakwi. Be kind and take risks. Have a wonderful night.